three, two, one, let's jam. Space Jam? We're back once again. It's the Lighthouse IT Podcast. Oh, yeah. Hey, the studio audience is back. Griff is back. We're we're all we're back in the studio. <laughs> I guess last time was remote, wasn't it? Yeah, it it was, was remote. I and was not allowed to come in. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, How you doing, Griff? In the flesh, doing all right. Uh, for some reason, I just googled uh, whether or not Space Jam's website was up, and it still is. No, it still, still is. is. It's, yeah. I think it has the history of being one of the longest uh, websites. Um, but doesn't it still use Shockwave? Maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to go that in-depth in here. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> no? No, no, go, no? No go on that one, huh? No go. Ooh, no. I got a little close to the mic. I'm sorry for you at home. I can hear you in my soul, so it's okay. And unless it's like an ASMR situation, then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to get more mics for that, though, and then like the proper like, canal mic. Like... That, like Really? They, yeah. They yeah. make it so that it like seems like the audio waves are going straight into your ear because the mic is formed in an ear shape. It's really weird. I wouldn't buy that. So. <laughs> Sounds like a bit of a scam, but that's just me. I don't know. I do, I do feel like that's a bit much. Yeah. I think regular microphones work if, just fine. If Rode makes that, I'll buy it. <laughs> if Rode would send us some... Uh, mm. we'll, we'll gladly review that. Uh, we're not a review show, but we'll, we'll gladly review that. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we technically record on pretty much all road equipment. This is road. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. I really See? like road. When I was in high school making videos for, with, you know, with friends and stuff, we submitted them to their, my road reel. Um, where they do, they do a yearly competition and dude, I got like lavalier mics and like random stuff. They would always send us things. Really cool. I, I know uh, when I was younger, we one of the guys I my former roommate would do a lot of video stuff. He liked to play around with that, and mm-hmm. he made like we we did a Charlie's Angel spoof and stuff. Oh, yeah. and so there's some great videos of me having a um, like a Finnish or Swedish accent. That's uh, <laughs> like a villain. That's <laughs> a villain. Yeah, uh, wearing a black shirt, but I'm like you know me. So do you have a cat like that? I do. Like, I no, it was a stuffed cat. It was a black oh, stuffed awesome. cat that we found, and and so. I think he's still got, I think the videos are somewhere on YouTube. If I can find them, um, I will share them with you, Griff, not the rest of the world. I hope none of mine are on YouTube, so, but I don't think I uploaded many of them. Yeah. So who knows? Hmm. Who knows? Who, who knows? knows? <laughs> um, but he, he was a big fan. I know he, he had like the road shotgun mic and everything. I, was, I always thought it was kind of cool stuff. Um, yeah. They do good. They do good work. And it's like um, an Australian company or something. They are Australian. They are. And so. No, that's that's why it was an easy thing when we started wanting to up our game here, up our podcast game. Podcast game. Um, it was it was natural to. Uh, I'd rather I spent you know four dollars on headphones for us, but uh, <laughs> we made up for that with nice mics. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that that's a that's a diatribe for the ages. That is. So. <laughs> How do you? This is my this is my struggle in general in <laughs> life is segways. I always I always say like um, I, I feel like I'm pretty solid in a lot of speech, but I have no segway skills. You can and, blame it on uh, was it Dean Kamen? It's the inventor of the segway <laughs> and the Black Hawk helicopter. <laughs> That's probably the most famous person I've ever met. Actually, if I ever told you that. <laughs> 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 
I, uh, my mind has come undone. I don't know why the, 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 you know, the guy by name who invented the segue. Yeah. Is just a common fact. So he, he was at like a robotics convention. He was like hosting it where like people would do like challenges, you know, how many balls can you get in to a net? And, um, it was, it was like a STEM thing, you know, like in, in high school. Wasn't even a part of it, but I went to the event. <laughs> <laughs> Shook the guy's hand or whatever. It was pretty cool. But, yeah. I mentioned the Segway and the Black Hawk helicopter. So, yeah. So, for those counting at home, you we have him. quite a literal <laughs> Segway into today's episode. Because yeah. he's, he's, he's an engineer, you know. He's focused on security and whatnot. So, uh, what are security topics can we talk about? <laughs> As we were coming in to record, I was just reading this article about a security company called FireEye um, mm. that uh, you told me to stop talking about because you became too fascinated and said that's great material. Yeah, it, I don't know anything <laughs> about it, so I don't know. Like, <laughs> all, right, all right. Well, um, if you haven't heard, there's this company. It's called FireEye. They are a huge cybersecurity uh, organization. They make some endpoint monitoring, um, and, and they have some... Uh, preventive, preventative and intrusion testing tools. Um, but one of their other businesses is, is the testing and uh, remediation. Well, it came out late last night that uh, they are the latest victim in, uh, latest, I guess, publicly seen yeah. victim. You know, uh, mm-hmm. obviously, I'm sure there is somebody going through it right now. But because this was November, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, the fire eye is last night. Um, oh. The one that we were talking about off air was Capcom, which oh, is Capcom cult, cult video game maker Capcom. Uh, uh, Don't need to call them out like that, cult video game maker. <laughs> but yeah, cult I mean, classics. but but I mean, like, come on, yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Not a cult, mm-hmm. but cult. Uh, all of all of the best video games we all played probably said Capcom in the nineties. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I. I I don't have too much details on that, but they did get hit in November mm. um, and ultimately issued a check for zero dollars to wow. those ransomware companies. And there you go. Just told them to go fly off. Yeah. And we love seeing this. You know, I, 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 I'm going to rabbit trail slightly just simply to say, you know, that this is going to create some desperation um, within the cyber crime community. However, their whole situation is built on this concept of money. So if people don't pay, you know, they won't just go away, but their livelihood will be affected and we'll see it shrink. It'll become a little bit worse, but um, we are seeing that what they're doing now is they're extricating data first and then ransoming you. And then if you don't pay, then they're saying, Oh, well, we'll we'll just, we'll just release all your data to the public. What I love is as businesses, even if it's your competitor, I think if we all promise to say, I won't buy it because again, you extricate my data. If nobody wants to buy it, that the value of that data is still zero. Yep. And as long as we kind of promise, like as decent people, that is the struggle in business is we all want a competitive edge, but that competitive edge could turn around and bite you. Yeah. So, so I, I kind of love that we're finally starting to see companies say, forget this. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll ride it out. We'll deal with the bad PR. We will deal with the opportunity of our, uh, um, uh, of our competition getting these insights in there. And we'll, we'll just write it out, but we are not going to support the these, these cyber attacks. So that's good. Capcom did that, but what, what's going on with FireEye? FireEye, a um, little bit different story because they are security-minded. They're a cybersecurity company. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. So 
what they were looking for does not seem to be as much about client data, maybe some of it, um, but uh, they haven't said that they, they had uh, security or, or client data released. What they do know is their suite of tools that they use internally for testing and evaluating. Um, I think it's called Red Tools or something like that. Those tools are designed to simulate cyber security, like cybersecurity attacks. Mm-hmm. So it's a suite of tools that imitate malware and ransomware for education, probably for the so class. that you can see yeah. you can simulate this spread. Mm-hmm. So they've collected over their history all of these different samples because they assist with remediation, and so they build and build up their tools to say, "Look, our tools will respond just like a, an attacker would." Those tools are now in these hackers' hands. What's very interesting is that they said that they have never seen in their history an attack that was like what they experienced. It is a completely new, and um, I, I'm ironically using the word foreign here, or maybe coincidentally, maybe irony is not the word, but coincidentally, or inter- interestingly enough, they they said that it is a very foreign method um, that they've never witnessed or experienced in their history. Wow. Um, so in their monitoring, and it looks like the only thing they can confirm that was extricated was was these tools, were these tools. That's crazy. This is a big dog cybersecurity company because I'm reading their uh, their history now. Huge. And they, they've, they've helped investigate high-profile attacks like the Target incident, the J.P. Morgan Chase, Chase uh, Sony Pictures. They like, have, I believe they have partnerships with the NSA, FBI. This is a huge company. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and for them to not ever have seen something like this—that's correct. Crazy. They said that they are fully convinced that it is a state-sponsored attack, mm. which means that it is a government entity that of a top-tier intelligence capability. Wow, that's code for Russia. Yeah, that's very, very light. Or you know, could be. Could I, be I mean, it's not—it's yeah. not confirmed, but. Yeah. That's what they think. So now they're in the process right now of releasing detection tools that are designed because their tools are designed to simulate. And, well, effectively, you can run your tools. Um, They are legitimate tools. They simulate the attacks. That means that whoever has these tools can use them to widespread simulate and determine if you're vulnerable. And, and they're based on years and years and years of, of data collection and monitoring. And yeah. So imagine if you had this tool in your arsenal, you could go through and just start crawling and saying, I want to target this company. And they said this was specific targeted. They, they can tell that this was a targeted attack. Well, a new technique like this, I mean, yeah, you could, you could attack almost anyone and no one's going to have any sort of backlash. You know, well, and, they're not and, ready for that. There's and no with these place. tools... They can find out what um, other companies are susceptible to, yeah. and and if it's a state-sponsored attack, they're probably not going after businesses. They are very likely um, going to try to find and use it against intelligence organizations or other government entities. Yeah, the quote I see is the, a nation with a top-tier offensive capability. <laughs> yes. So, and and nine times out of ten, that's code for Russia. Um, you know, I I, be- I believe there's a couple other what we will call states that, that are n- not officially I- allies that would do that type of stuff. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. It's odd because this reaffirms our policy um, as a company that cybersecurity, cyber attack is not, a, it's not an if statement anymore. It's a when statement. Yeah. 
Um, here's a company that is their whole existence revolves around cybersecurity. You know, brightest minds, and you know that they know they're a target on their back. Yeah. So it's not like they're going to skimp on that either. This is this they know situations like this will end up looking bad. Yeah. This is a multi-billion-dollar company. I mean, this is huge. And so. If that doesn't iterate to us that in this world that we live in, cybersecurity is, you know, cyber attack is not an if, it's a when. Yeah, because nowadays, I mean, just two, three years ago, we were talking about how people were being targeted as small, medium businesses. And yeah, that's still the thing. But don't forget, <laughs> those big names who are, uh, you know, multi-billion dollar companies still getting attacked. They probably get attacked a lot more. But man, again, hackers only need to succeed once. Yeah, so... And I apologize. I, I keep saying red tools, but I believe it's red team. Red team. Uh, red team tools. So, um, Like red squadron. <laughs> gold team. Like gold right? leader. Gold leader. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I just, going into the Christmas season, we're all going to be, like, it's, it's just this, it is this gut-wrenching part of our business that we have to talk about. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I see things like this, and, and I, I know I sound like a broken record. I really do. But, you know, just this morning, I'm having a conversation with, with a technician about somebody who wants to, who doesn't understand the value of uh, a security policy that we put in place, and they, they want us to turn it off. And, and I sit there and I just think, you know, here's a billion-dollar company who, you know, compared to anything we probably even do, they're doing things closer to perfect than even we could ever want to do or dream. Mm. And and you're you're still having to fight with people who just think that this is this is for the big guys. <laughs> this is an inconvenience, and I don't need it type thing. Yeah, but in reality, yeah. It's and it's important. it's so it's it's hard. I don't know, you know, if you're out there listening, I don't know how to convey this in, in such a way. But um, for most businesses, they 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 manufacture two things or they build two things, whether that is your list of services or whatever your deliverables are, your actual revenue, but you produce data. Mm -hmm. And and if the, if you don't think that data has a value, you are absolutely wrong. We, we, we live in a world, data has always been important, but we are now tracking more data points than we ever have. You know, yeah, when you were doing pen and paper, that's still data. And it was a little bit harder. Um, some ninja would have to come in Mission Impossible style from the roof to get that data. Yeah, and probably a physical security in place, but yeah. Um, but but now it's it's uh, and and they were probably somebody who knew who you were. And yeah. now that's just not the case. They don't care. They just want paid. Mm -hmm. So it's it's my biggest struggle that uh, that we that we see this, and I know we come off as a broken record. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised this hasn't come out to be you know an internal person who. You know, it's getting flagged for something because um, like, like just like that Tesla thing where there's a Russian agent who asked, you know, hey, I'll pay you a million million dollars if you give me you know access. And, and that's and, and you no. see that a lot yeah. is uh, they they haven't released. Um, they're still doing um, uh, discovery on it. And actually, they are working with the FBI. Uh, my guess is is because they, I think, are a government contractor for some of their penetration and remediation testing. So they are going to have the big boys to help them yeah. investigate this. They got some contacts. <laughs> so craziness, craziness. So not to, not to make people sad, but, but man, it's big news, man. I think people should know about this type of stuff. It, it, it just, you, you, you feel like a Debbie Downer saying, let's pay attention to security. <laughs> 
on this podcast <laughs> never but you also have to you have to have to remember like <laughs> i don't want people to go through a, a cybersecurity incident no oh, no um it's expensive it's embarrassing yep and there is a pit in your stomach you you won't get out um uh, in the places where we've seen where these have been successful you never sleep right you know i'm about to release a downtime calculator <laughs> So downtime calculator. What we got? What do we got going on there? Keep on the lookout for that. Yeah, it's a little calculator you can uh, put in. See what? Uh, see how much money you would be losing if you didn't have ready backups and whatnot, kind of available. And Griffin, you, know, you are fancy. This is something that's going to be released huh? on our site here soon, huh? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, you're you're learning new stuff that I just kind of found out about too. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be pretty cool. It'll. It, there's no like uh, gate or anything, so you'll be able to just use it. So nice. But if you want some consulting, <laughs> <laughs> well played, ladies and gentlemen. You now you know why it's the Lighthouse IT podcast, yeah, there you go. not the Matt and Griff show. But uh, no, I think that's exciting. Um, and, and realistically, I think if you can put a number on it, and, and even then, that number's probably low. Oh um, man, yeah, it's crazy. I was kind of putting stuff in there as a you know testing one, and I'm uh, <laughs> I get scared, and I'm not a business owner <laughs> when I'm using it, and I'm like, wow. I cannot believe that, you know. That's a big number. <laughs> yeah, say you got 30 employees and you're down for eight hours. How much that costs? Just, just on Just on labor. Yeah, just, just on, on labor. labor. Yep. yep. It's crazy. Um, and, and I think a lot of people don't think about that. But yeah. but that's that's our job. That's our role. So mm-hmm. if you hear us talk a lot about it, um, it, it's because we care about you. It's important. Um, yeah. it, we could just as easily be like, oh, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Like it's your business, not mine. As long as your check keeps cashing, but yeah. but I don't I don't really want that. We take a lot of pride. I love when we see, um, you know, we have clients that build equipment for semi trucks. I know they're pretty large, and you can take a look and say, I bet you that truck's got some equipment that was built by our customer, and we helped facilitate. Yeah. Like we're responsible for making sure that that company makes sure that those those trucks are on the road, mm-hmm. and so. I think that's great. I, I, I take a tremendous amount of pride in that. I love that we can travel. And, and uh, our tiny little company has effectively a worldwide presence, even if it is indirectly. Yeah. Mm, mm, see, now we're back to the segues. <laughs> and what's David's name? Dean Kamen. Dean Kamen. So Dean Kamen, David's name is Dean Kamen. See, everyone says that the guy who invented the Segway, like, rolled off a cliff or something with the Segway and died. Like, that was the joke. But that's just not true. I met that guy. <laughs> I don't know how I would fare with uh, a Segway. I hear they're really e- they're a lot easier to drive than you think. I've never been on one. No idea. But I'm also not a steady person. I mean, well, doesn't it like help you stay steady? I mean, is not the point? Well, it, it has like what gyroscopes or something in there. Gyroscopes. Gyroscopes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but you know, like the disabled wheel- wheelchair that can like raise and go up steps and stuff. He invented that, and that was the predecessor to the Segway, though. So, like, I feel like it's all, like, it's supposed to be balanced properly without having to worry about Now, you about talk about that, but uh, I just recently ordered for my own self for Christmas some giant plastic wheels that are supposed to massage your back. So, I mean, you can have your Segway. Oh, is that with, like, but the this little spine groove in them and whatnot? Are you getting advertisements for them, too? No, I just have seen that in my life. So, oh, that's then a pretty yes. old thing. Like, that's not like a brand, new, brand new science or anything. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I ordered some. That's advertising works. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, advertising works because um, two of the gifts that I have bought this year 
are from directly from advertising targeted advertising works yes. yeah. yeah well they get they they know my two favorite things um one was some uh napping related uh equipment and the other one was back pain which i don't understand how they knew sorry that. Explain to me what napping-related equipment is. Well, here's the problem. It's technically a Christmas present, and I know that person listens, so mm. I don't want ears to find out indirectly. So, um, yeah, But that's a pretty big hint. I'm going to type in napping-related equipment. <laughs> napping paraphernalia? Uh, that might be a risky search. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so... How about, do you have any more security idea uh, topics? Because I've got some things I, I want to mention. No, I, I think that's really the big thing. Is is just I, I know that sounds like a, a rant. I don't I don't ever want to rant, but I just we can't help but continue to uh, want to improve our security postures and everything. So, um, but transitioning to uh, spending money that you want to spend, maybe hopefully, is. Uh, the holidays are upon us, and you know if you're a business, especially if you deal with business to consumer, yeah, you're probably thinking, "Man, how do I?" Christmas market? is coming. <laughs> yeah, goose is getting fat, it's getting crazy. Man. I've got two um, two methods of marketing that we both discussed earlier in the year before COVID. What do you think are the two things we discussed that weren't going to play out? What What do you think would not be good marketing methods nowadays? Ooh, this is this is good because uh, I feel like you're going to say it, and I'm going to kick myself. Yeah. Uh, so influencer marketing is, is one of them. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. The other one is daytime TV. Wait, what? Yeah. Thought that was going in the crapper too, didn't you? <laughs> so we'll get to daytime TV in a second, but but um, we have to, we have to get there through influencer. We got to get marketing. there through influencer marketing. So like we said this about like two two months ago, three months ago, where. Um, we had discussed earlier in the year that influencer marketing was probably going to take a dive. Yes, because, because I was obsessed with, after that, after we stopped recording on that podcast, I think I listened to the Counting Crows album about oh, yeah, three did. or four days straight yep. uh, because we were talking about Mr. Jones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they were the uh, the top dog on the agency side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, so according to a hype auditor, who's just, they made a little survey and kind of... <laughs> Pause. <laughs> hype auditor? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. It's they is do. that a position or is that a company? It's a company. Analytic reports on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok accounts. I thought it was a position. I thought that you were saying that somebody was a hype auditor. No, they have a survey, so according to hype auditor. <laughs> and I almost threw this microphone. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Somewhere. I don't know if it would have hit you in the face, if it would have broken the window that's next to us. I don't know, but I probably would have blacked out. All right, so Hype Auditor in October 2020, they uh, they ran an influencer marketing survey in their AI analytics platform. They found that basically influencers are feeling more pressure from agencies to to do really anything, which uh, yeah, you know, kind of makes sense. But in reality, they said these these influencers they said that it's actually they feel more stressed and pressured because of the influx of other influencers in the market. Well, when you Am have a when you have a fake job and <laughs> other people come in to pretend to be part of your fake job, yeah, you have to work for real. Yeah. So agencies uh, confirmed that by saying they have an influx of people coming to them saying like, "Hey, I'll review your product and or whatever. Or I'll influence it in some manner." Um, because of the COVID nineteen hit, we kind of stated that COVID nineteen was going to decrease the amount of influencers that were in the market because those people were going to have to find jobs and whatnot. Turns out. They're, you know, <laughs> not doing that. So the industry, the, the industry is alive and well. Yeah. You know, 
But those agencies say that they're getting 40% better uh, reports on engagements. So better engagement results because of this compared to traditional online advertising. So they're doing better because of this influx on influencers. So overall, influencers are, are stressed and pressured to do things. So it's a bad job to get into at the moment. But if you're already the market, if you, if, you are, if you are working with an influencer, mm-hmm. it's very successful. For an agency, it's a good idea. Yeah. I want to be angry with this. Actually, I am angry with this because I think it's a ridiculous thing. There's no, there's plenty of podcasts in which we and we, we we have plenty of episodes where I yeah. express my displeasure with this. As and obviously, it's industry related and that type of thing, and it, whether or not it's a product or a service and things like that. But, but yeah, you're going to actually hear me say, "I think I get it," mm-hmm. because realistically. Because of everything that's happened with COVID, I think there is this strong desire to still maintain a connected, yeah, uh, yeah, a connectedness with people. Mm -hmm. And so even if those relationships are as fake, like with the Instagram videos or like I said, Vine videos, because that's still a thing. (laughs) But with the the TikTok stuff, (laughs) with Reels, but I think I get it. Like, I think I get it is because we are desiring social interaction so much that I got to imagine social media platforms are through the roof I, for usage. I think that's why Google Currents um, came out. It's the replace for uh, Google Plus. I think that's why they, they came out with that because that, that was, what, a month ago or so? Yeah. Google Currents got released? That has the Google Wave slash Google yeah, Wallet yeah. slash. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how long it lasts, but yeah. But give them a year because that's what Google does. Yeah. But, yeah. In the, in that same idea though, for you, um, it, how how would you if you're if you're going at home and you're working, um, but you're you know alone basically, how would you what would you do to not feel alone? Right. Oh, you, you're going to take breaks because. I would don't, you would you I turn the TV on though? I oh well okay so uh, I spent a vast majority of my life as a single guy and so. I've actually had similar conversations years ago that mm-hmm. I just have to have the TV on. Yeah, TV on. A lot of people fall asleep at the TV, things like that. This is why TV advertisements are through the roof now. They're doing so much better than normal. And again, this is something that we said <laughs> was doing poorly that you shouldn't go into at that point. <laughs> but COVID changed all that. Yeah, And I think it's interesting because um, it, with the work from home thing and kids not having to go to school, or at least less than and doing online things, um, especially 11 to 17 year olds, daytime TV, like just engagement, people actually watching it and following through with um, ads and stuff for that. It, it's a great time to actually post ads and whatnot. Um, we, we had mentioned the Hulu uh, change in advertising yeah. where you could get in for I'm, as little as $500. Ironically uh, or interestingly, um, you mentioned that I'm getting advertisements for from Hulu about that the program that you talked to us. I, I laughed because you you told me about it months ago that it was yeah. coming, and and now we're starting to see that. Yeah, if you got a product or service, it seems like now is the time. And I know TV is kind of a weird, broad term, but yeah, Hulu, you know, Netflix, all that. Those are those are TV technically, uh, and people are using them more. So whether or not you're able to put an ad on there like Hulu or not, but well, I think interestingly to me, we've we've talked about this before, so it's not worth diving too much in but it's the idea that we're getting streaming fatigue mm-hmm. as a and and so we're all working from home and i, I guess i gotta ask you because you're you're probably you know we're probably similar but different stages um um 
that you're a little bit more tech driven, but do you find yourself just turning on TV? Uh, maybe not. You, do you just, do you just, turn, yeah. So you feel <laughs> that with video, video games. Yeah. Um, I, I used to, mm-hmm. but I, I, I need to disengage a lot. So to me, I'm struggling to find content because I'm overwhelmed by the number of streaming platforms. Yeah. It's um, true. It's, it's getting to be like cable again. I, I canceled Netflix. Oh yeah. Cause I never use it mm-hmm. and they raise the rates again. Yeah. And and that's not to complain here or there, but to say that's big to me because I've I've had Netflix for you know heck I don't know since they started streaming probably for, well yeah, pretty I, early. Bef- before the streaming for sure mm-hmm. uh, when you had the DVDs by mail mm-hmm. so it's it's almost like I was loyal because they've always been there but but I I'm at the spot where there's just too much content I don't even know there's a million shows that I want to watch mm-hmm. yeah but. I don't know where to start and I'm overwhelmed. And so I find myself turning on TV Yeah, because I don't have to make a decision. I, I just, I let that wheel play. So it's interesting. You say like, I think I get it. I wonder if my generation is just fatigued because we've lived this on demand life, but now we don't want to make decisions. We live this shut in life. We don't know what to do. We've binged most everything we want to binge and we don't know where to go. And mm-hmm. so it's that. And, and the influencer marketing, you know, personally however i feel with it but i understand why it works because we are all striving for interaction and it's difficult so now you have that personal piece to it and now you can get that personal recommendation because maybe in normal days um you would ask your buddy what they're using for x product mm-hmm. um and you still probably could but now you can just scroll your feed and you get these great ideas yeah you're getting I think advertising, I think social advertising is going to be more important. If you have something to sell to people, you need to be on social advertising like right now, maybe two weeks ago. And I mean, I don't want to say that that the perfect mix between, I feel these are are streaming services like YouTube, where it is kind of a social platform, but it is also kind of a, you know, TV for some people. Um, The the weird thing about the TV though, um, advertisements is that, there's a chance that most of it is distracted viewing, distracted viewing. So what the engagement rates are actually um, for people converting and whatnot. We don't know everything about it yet um, because a lot of that data is just, you know, September to November where, where we're mm. seeing peaks where um, people are, you know, in school, the kids had come back to school and things like that. You need breaks. Yeah. So who knows what the actual, um, you know, metrics are on that. But as at the moment, the viewing's up and engagement is up. It's just, you know, how much is it up and is it going to stay that way? Who knows? But interesting, pretty crazy things happening over there. I think investing in um, Hulu ads, if you have the right, you know, audience there, I think would be kind of cool. YouTube, even things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I uh, here, here you have it. Uh, we're kind of backpedaling slightly, but um, we had this similar kind of concept during COVID that we thought these could be, I don't, I hate using the word game changers, but we thought their importance would rise to levels that we didn't see prior. Because yes, we, we've talked about them in 2019 internally. I know there was no podcast then, but internally with clients and everything, you know, they just were not well vetted. Yes, mm-hmm. they worked for certain campaigns and if you got a campaign that worked, then heck yeah. Um, but you, you'd have to really diversify your money through and really research your influencers. And yeah. um, people don't, they're not keen on commercials, what have you. But we did, we did kind of say, like, we thought there's an interesting opportunity there, even if we're not, you know, seeing it. And now here we are 
uh, it's in some ways confirmed. Like, yeah. you know, something a year ago we said is not worth the money. We're now saying right now in in the world as it is. Yeah. It's all, important. All that's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Discovery uh, launched a streaming service, by the way, if you wanted to know that. Like Discovery. And they called it Discovery Plus. <laughs> they uh, they must have consulted with lots of people, yeah. like <laughs> Disney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's actually not out. It's 2021. But it's so I was surprised. We, we pseudo-signed up for Peacock. and um, The NBC one? Yeah, yeah. but it's ad-driven. I don't know. I don't see a way to pay for it. I thought it was pay only, but here it's just ad driven. So is it live stuff or is it uh, a catalog? Some of things, shows? but it's also a catalog. Wow. I forget Interesting why. Interesting method, but yeah. I forget yeah. why we watched it. Um, we watched a movie off of it. Oh, I'll tell you why. Uh, big fans of the, of the TV show Psych. Um, and so they. Psych has a movie? Psych has a couple of like little made-for-TV movies, oh. but they got they recently got the cast all together to do one more film, oh. and uh, it's on there. And it was actually wasn't bad. You you painfully had to watch like five minutes of commercials, but then it was commercial free for the vi- the movie. Oh, nice! Yeah. And uh, interesting way to do it. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was well done. By the way, if you're a Psych fan, well, that's all I got. Interesting <laughs> things, but um, yeah. I think that fire i think is pretty crazy so <laughs> i yeah well i'll tell you what there's not really a great see now we're on our third segue in the mat these just aren't well built segues um i think that's the problem Bring it up with the Cayman man so <laughs> i am really good i'm really glad you said his name again because for some reason i wanted to say dave newell so nope <laughs> don't even know that that's a real guy newell? yeah dave newell well i don't know i don't know oh. what was his name what? What's Dave's actual name? <laughs> Dean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dean Cayman with a K. K A M. Like Dean Kane, like Superman? No, Cayman. Cayman. Like the islands? I'm just going to. No, actually, because it's spelled differently. <laughs> oh, what the heck? I know. I'm sorry. Isn't that C A Y? It is. Yeah. That's I think. It's K A. I hope. You put me on the spot. I, I don't know. I what pride myself on my spelling Kamen? capability. I really but now that, now that we are on a recorded medium. It's documented that it's I'm wrong. C A Y for Cayman Islands. South and with and with that, I think I think we're done with this episode of the Lighthouse IT Solutions Podcast. Hey, we really appreciate you sticking with us and, and really as you get ready to um, celebrate the holidays, um, we we just know this is an important time for family. Definitely take your time, be safe, um, stay healthy. But uh, I do think um, there's a part of me that just says, I think we deserve some family time. Um, you know, be, be respectful, be responsible. But, uh, I think with, with 21 or 2020, man, we've almost survived this insane year and, and not that a new year, it's um, not going to change too much, but, changes yeah. everything catastrophically. But, uh, I'm excited. Uh, I, I'm excited about, um, you know, what 21 holds, as far as things go. And, and actually, uh, you know, you kind of caught me as, as I was um, having a conversation with somebody here and, and it was pretty impactful um, to think of this was a very difficult and trying year, but that uh, if you don't focus in on the right things that yes, it was all of those things, but um, it was also a year that had so much opportunity, I think for us mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways. Um, 
Got to like, celebrate your wins. And, yeah. and that's exactly it. So as you get ready to celebrate the holiday and to celebrate the new year and, and everything, um, you know, I encourage you take that moment because um, it's not to discredit 2020. It was hard for, I'd say, nearly all of us. And uh, I would say along the ways we've had some really interesting things that have happened, and, and that's been great. Um, you've got some kitty cats now. Cats, um, cats got a house now. You got a house, mm-hmm. you know. Um, like you wouldn't change that. You wouldn't want to go back and not have those things. So <laughs> as hard as this year has been, it's also been some things to celebrate, and, and I think it's being overshadowed. I'd like to go forward and age my cats up so they can get out of the kitten phase. but Oh, friend. <laughs> I've been there. You're not even at yeah. the worst part. No, I, yeah, I'm not yet. Uh, the six months, somewhere around six months. Once they get to oh. the point where they can jump high, I'm in trouble. Uh, My Christmas tree is raised three feet at the moment. So Is it? Yeah. I, uh, I'm i pretty lucky Spike doesn't care. Mm. Um, and uh, he kind of like bites at the Christmas tree. Um, he... Does generally leave it alone. He's also like eight though, or something. So he's like eleven or twelve. Yeah, yeah but you have to understand, he's he's only had a Christmas tree in his life for about two years. I'm a very very much a Grinch when it comes. I got to a Christmas. Christmas tree this year, so yeah, I'm very much <laughs> <It's> the first year. <laughs> I'm very much a, a a Grinch overall for for certain things. I I, I will admit Thanksgiving's my day, my mm-hmm. holiday. Yeah, there you go. But um, sit back, enjoy this year. Find the good. It's there if we look at it. It's just being overshadowed. And I think if we do that, we can come into 21 and say, let's build on that momentum. So, yeah, stay safe. We will talk to you. We will have kind of a, I I think we'll have one more podcast for you for the year, but it'll be a little bit shorter because we too will be on holiday. Um, But uh, I look forward to starting 21 off right with everyone. So with that, have a great one.